I encourage everybody to go read read anything by James Baldwin. Specifically, the book I like is The Fire Next Time. He says, know whence you came. If you know whence you came, there is really no limit to where you can go. The details and symbols of your life have been deliberately constructed to make you believe what people say about you. Please try to remember that what they believe, as well as what they do, and cause you to endure does not testify to your inferiority, but to their inhumanity. That's literally what a lot of fitness and wellness is. Welcome back to yet another episode of Off the Strength, where we're giving you the inside look into all things wellness culture. I'm a trainer called Tony, and of course, with me, I got some gentlemen of Extraordinary League. Guys, let's go around the table and introduce ourselves, please. Your trainer, Corey, your favorite trainer's favorite trainer. K.R. Jones is in the building. Oh, man, and I'm excited. I'm feeling nostalgic. I don't know if you heard from the top, but we came in with something. You feeling black? I'm feeling like a... Oh, you feeling like a Republican? Money just keep coming in. Can't turn my back on the hood, Corey. That's how I'm feeling on them, man. I... That's because they'll take your wallet. You don't understand, <laughs> though, brother. But that's what That's what made me, man, and I'm in this position. That I have to show love to the stuff that gave me love. And it, it brought me back. Fellas, I don't know if the ladies and gentlemen, listeners of all type from near and far know what they're in store for right now. But I got to paint them a picture. The other cats can sing along, but this is going to be a duet. All right? From two other brothers that we got to bring back inside the situation. It's going to be heavy bars this episode is what I'm trying to tell you. Now, I don't know if everybody out there in Listen to Land understands I might have a form of Tourette's that makes me think inside of music most of the time. But I know my brothers inside here know where I'm at. And if I'm thinking back through different types of music and where I was going inside this, I may or may not have been a little inebriated recently. And I was sitting back. And you ever have a record that you're listening to actually talk back to you a little bit and give you some descriptions that you're going through that side? Absolutely. All the time. You ever hear something that it's just scary how it applies to your life and you hear it and you're like, oh, wait, hold on. Is this, is this dude talking to me? Is he actually right in the future? Is this man out here giving us a real blueprint? Of course he is. I mean, you know who I'm talking about. Corey, do you understand where I'm going with this side? Smiling what you stepping in, sir. We talking real big hove kind of stuff, man. Listen to land. I want you to just gather around for a second. I want you to take back. If you don't know where you're going just yet, just vibe with me for a second. Now, this we're going to go back through some times. We're going to go through some essence and... A lot of people out there, at least to me, seems like they're trying to copy a lot of the flows that we coming out inside here, folks. So if you're going to copy anyway, we might as well show you what the essence is. We might as well give them a blueprint, right? And I'm trying to give them the blueprint to what the sound is, how we came about, and the backstory to how we ended up in this position that we are in today. We alive in an amazing time, man. And I'm really trying to get this whole thing to come together. So the rulers are back. And if we're coming back inside here with the rulers, I got to take everybody back. 
back into time. Way back. The year was 2013. Mm-hmm. I got together with a couple brothers out here who was really, I would say, dare I say, renegades in the space. Renegades? Never been afraid to say what's on their mind at any given time of day. I'm talking renegades. Renegades. Renegades? <laughs> renegades. Renegades. <laughs> we was in here doing some renaissance level stuff. So far into the future, in fact, this shit was too early. <laughs> too early. Nobody could understand what we was doing, but I know we was right. You know why? Because we back here today. <laughs> and God damn it, they're going to understand the inner workings of this man one day. So it is with the highest of pleasure that I like to bring these families together. Now, if I say a big verse, I'm only bigging up my brothers. I'm bigging up my burrow. I'm big enough to do it. I'm that thorough. Plus, I got him inside here with me right now. If you're not paying attention to the bars, please go back and listen to the blueprint right Somebody now. Somebody going to come for you. <laughs> you keep stealing these bars. Somebody going to send you something in the mail. I want to take you back again. I, I met this one, brother. I was inside of a very luxurious establishment. And I came across, because all my friends come to me in life through some means of music in some way, shape, or form. And this man had the audacity to be sitting in front of a luxury place eating the most impoverished of meals out here with full pride. Yeah, syrup this, sandwich? This man knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> it was full struggle meal. It was a wish sandwich? <laughs> yeah, a ramen noodle sandwich out there? <laughs> but this was my brother. You know why I knew it was my brother? Because as soon as I started talking to him, he told me to give him four chicken wings fried hard and shit. And if you don't understand where that's coming from, <laughs> that's when our friendship started. Fellas, let's make some noise for the one and only, the drone, a.k.a. Brian Perkins over on this side. Yo, 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 yo. How's everybody doing today? Oh, man, I'm feeling great, Brian, to have you on the line. But wait, there's more, folks. There's more, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of people also have a hard time understanding what this County of Kings lineage is as we come through this space. A lot of people don't understand what the rules were that we were handed as we were trying to operate inside these streets and move around. And again, in the last episode, I told you I was the benefactor of having a lot of big homies, big OGs, show me the way. A lot of stuff that goes unsaid for me is living that way because I've seen people do it before me. So when I see somebody that is an entrepreneur that is moving from place to place and can't be put inside a container, he told me, you know what, yo, we saw each other the other day. I was like, man, I couldn't be an employee if I... If somebody forced me in this position, it just don't feel right anymore. I said, brother, I get you. I know where you at. We cut from the same cloth. You ain't got to edit your slang. I got it. I get you. Please understand that from basketball courts to the gyms to wherever you're at inside this Fort Greene area, put some respect on Brooklyn's own Dennis Pierre. Oh, yeah. This yeah, is yeah. some life right here. This is the oh, fitness yeah. on smash. OG squad. And OTS squad coming together, and we gonna go back through here, fellas. How y'all doing? I'm good, man. Reporting live from the bunker, deep underground, away from all the Republicans and the Democrats. So. Oh man, that's how Brian's giving it up already. <laughs> I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it isolated, where so you can say I'm trying to be the man on the mountain. You know, send all the pawns out, let everybody do what they need to do. But I keep my place right here, dictating, plotting, scheming. No doubt, bro. That's a real dark place to start this episode off with. But I appreciate you for doing that for me. <laughs> Dennis, hey, how somebody's got to do it. There's too many rainbows and sunshine. <laughs> Dennis, with this Black Excellence t-shirt on, please take me to a brighter space. <laughs> Talk to the little I'm people good. real quick. I'm good, fellas. Over here, staying corona-free, happy, enjoying life, man. Oh, so, man. I love that. I love every part of that. Yo, so, Corey Kyle, I know you guys know the game. You know how we like to take people through this whole situation. And we're going to get our traditional off-the-strength interview coming down. 
would you guys do me the honors in setting up this question for my brothers over here so I can get these teams to come together? I want you to set my man up to get that story. Kyle, you know where I'm going? Of course, brother. Why don't you set up brother Brian Perkins over here? BP, we got a question that we got to ask you, and my man Kyle is going to do it for me. So, Brian, you know, you started off in a dark place, but hopefully we can lift that up. <laughs> oh, well, you, got, you guys view it as a dark place, man. No, it's no, no, no. The real place. You're coming from the from the gutter, live from the gutter. But real bane shit happening in Brian's spot. Brian, I don't man. know what's going on. Yeah, I was born in it. Love it. Darkness. Now, uh, <laughs> now, the question that we have to ask you, brother, where were you when you first fell in love with this thing we call wellness? Mm. I was probably on a track somewhere, 10th grade, and from there, just kind of took off. Wellness for me just meant being able to run faster than the next person, and then it evolved into being able to eat better so that I can run faster than the next person, live better so I can run faster than the next person. Then after that dropped away, all the rest of the stuff still remained. I wanted to be able to eat better for myself, live better for myself, be better for myself. And in doing those things, I would be ahead of the pack, much like I was when I was on the track. Sounds like you were doing that shadow work, fighting that invisible man. And uh, sounds like you came out on top, brother. Hey, man, the invisible man looms ever heavy. I don't even know where he's going they with one that step again. Ahead of him. I like this guy. It was real mystical with Brian. That's what he's serving <laughs> him up. Anybody come on with that much wooden beads is going to serve you some mystical stuff. Yo, how long you been in that bunker, fam? <laughs> We gotta get this brother. Not, long, not, not, not long enough. <laughs> there's, no, there's more work that needs to be done, man. Oh man, I love it. I love it. All right. That's where Brian is at, and that's how he got started off in that. Corey, can you set my man Dennis Pierre up real quick? Yo, Dennis, my man. Bring us some joy. <laughs> Look back with happiness and tell us when you fell in love with this thing we call fitness and wellness probably similar story to Brian. I played ball and basketball. So somewhere around junior high school when I realized I was maybe a little bit better or a little bit better than my competition or I could be good. From that point on, I took it serious. Same thing after college, after I stopped playing. It just never wanted to get old. Still don't want to get old. So this happened to the fountain of youth for wellness. I like it. He's cheating time every day out there, man. He's looking great out there. Black excellence is amongst us over on Dennis's side. I appreciate that, too. Black excellence is on Brian's side, too. He's going to get some of them puka shells to loosen up a little bit. Get this brother breathe good. Come back inside there, yep. you know? This is Tiger Eye. <laughs> we, we support whatever you got going on on that side, man. And you know what? I might not know, just like most people out there, they don't know what this does to people. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to set it up. We got to take this all the way back to what 10J Street was. And Dennis, I got to go back and look to you because I got to talk to people about a conversation that we had to get inside a position. Now, fans of the show, faithful listeners, is going to remember a conversation that we had way back. Corey, you were actually on this stage too with a brother by the name of A.K. Yes, and the Gotham Podcast Festival pleasure for us to be on that stage and come back and it was the first time i had seen a king in a long time but i made a reference to something i was like you know what i remember this brother from way back in the day when this whole situation got started folks i'm talking about dot fm radio do your googles a lot of people don't understand where this was at at that point in time so when i'm talking about a brother who was looking into the future and say you know what this might be something that needs to move in this direction i gotta recognize greatness for greatness because I didn't even understand what this was going to turn into coming down the line. But my man, Dennis Pierre, again, 
brother was out here seeing what he had to see. Dennis, could you give the people a little bit of backstory that they don't know what you did to this space and what was coming out of the studio that was formed downtown Brooklyn? That building looks dramatically different today than when it was when we was down there, man. And paint the picture. Yeah, 10 Day Street was the lab. That's a lot of long nights, a lot of fun nights. So 10 Day Street is where we had our studio. PNC Studios it was me and two other partners um, at the time that had our studio. And one of the things that we was introducing or wanted to talk about was podcasting. But at the time, a lot of the, the shows that we were introducing, mind you, this is really early, like really, really early. A lot of the shows kind of were based around like TV shows and kind of gossip, rumor uh, kind of things. So I remember the day when me and you actually talked to him. He was actually at Cabana Outpost, if I'm not mistaken. you damn right. And, doing, uh, I was probably doing some foul stuff. I ain't even going to put you in that conversation. <laughs> oh, I know I was. <laughs> I was out here doing dirt, folks. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been squeaky uh, clean. And we, got, and we got to talking and it just, it just hit me. It was like, yeah, this voice needs to be on the air. Like this conversation needs to be heard. And I offered, I asked you if you wanted to come down, if you want to be part of it. You said, yeah. You said, I had this great, amazing mind brother named Brian. I said, I had this guy named DJ Big Brooklyn. And uh, we made it happen really that day. We got to talk about that. And I want to stretch that out to see. I know my brother and I know my brother is humble, but this man is full of accomplishments all throughout in that spot. Again, folks, you might not understand what came out of this studio, but if you understand what the name Combat Jack was inside of podcasting and where that ended up going if you understand who was moving around there and if you understand the homie rod that's in there shout out to dj big brooklyn because fitness on smash collective was brian perkins dennis pierre dj big brooklyn later on we brought on mel well shout out to mel too because it was a full circle collab. i remember the booty episode come on now you know what i'm saying i ain't you would forget remember that the booty. You, you took it to a whole different place you know i appreciate you for taking it there but just, you know i just I, remember the booty episode. mind always on the walk <laughs> I, I appreciate that day so much because it was a pivotal day and I didn't even know what it was going to translate into, Dennis. But as, as you're saying, it happened so organically and we jumped right inside there. And so much magic happened inside of that building that set the course for, honestly, I'm make the claim, the rest of what at least our sector of the podcasting industry would then turn into. Would you say that's correct, sir? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of people. You know, I don't like the name, but it's a lot of people that started out at 10 J Street. I, uh, I salute only uh, the Combat Jack situation because of where Reggie O'Shea is, you know, and just to say rest in peace to that brother and pivotal in terms of what he did for hip hop sounding podcasts because point blank, simple and plain, it just did not happen. Now, we were doing something that was a little even weirder. It was like, we're going to take the hip hop stuff and we're going to put it right inside this fitness thing, guys. It's going to live and bounce and breathe like this. And at that point in time, it was kind of early. <laughs> we did have we did have people though. We, we did, did have, have people, people that came through. They were man. they like they liked the flavor of it early on. I think the people that got it got it the way we had it scripted out. So, like you said, it's just a matter of it being too early. And if somebody would have told me that we would end up selling clothing, not in this lifetime, wasn't in my right mind. At least it wasn't something that I was thinking about on that side. Kyle, why are you shaking your head, brother? I'm trying to give these. They gonna seats. send you. <laughs> A cease and desist for all these bars he's <laughs> I'm trying to give him a picture, Kyle. <laughs> you are now looking at one smart black boy is what I'm trying to tell you, Kyle. <laughs> Stop playing games. We're out here trying to understand how to bring this whole situation together. And it, it was, a, again, a testimony to the creativity. I don't know if I ever got to thank you brothers for the value that that brought to my life. Because, again... 
I would not be in this position if it wasn't for y'all. So I wanted to actually just look at the screen and say, yo, on some real, everything that we put inside there means proof positive to everything that I'm working on today. And I want to just thank y'all straight up and down for that. And I wanted you to introduce you to these other brothers over on here because we really planning on some takeover stuff. Game's over, Kyle. <laughs> Break's over. No God in the sky. <laughs> now you doing it. See? See? But seriously, fellas, I do want to just thank you. And I want to get deeper into your story on this side as we're starting to paint this little picture of this blueprint for you going through. But before we go any further, did want to make that note and mention that, yeah, those pivotal days at Havana Outpost or sitting back on that waterfront before it was real expensive and all the rest of that kind of mm. stuff directly informed how I would transition and go down that line and I just just wanted to go through that story and take it back and really understand where you brothers are today and see how we're going to bring this whole team back together and talk through what's going to be the shape to come so if you mind we're going to pick the story back up you told us where you first fell in love with this whole fitness thing right talk to me about because in in this time and in this day and age Ain't a lot of love in the heart of the city, fellas. I'm Ain't no you know. love. <laughs> and then you wonder why I'm in a dark place. <laughs> Ain't no love in the Yo, heart of Yo, you got any room in the dark place? Because they're going to get locked up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, first the fat boys broke up. And then, you know, it just, it just went downhill from there. That's really what I was trying to understand. Brian, why don't you start me off and letting people know what after you fell in love with fitness, where did your professional career develop? Where did it take you? And what are you currently situated in right now? Man, it took me everywhere. It took me all over the world. I went I went to work figuring out what fitness means to different people in different cultures. I shot a documentary in Europe. So I went through Athens, London, Paris, Dublin. I tried to hit up places that were past Olympic cities and that were going to be were going to be Olympic cities. So this was this was even before that that podcast took off. Um I ended up becoming a track coach at New York University, a track coach at University of UMass. I ended up being the head strength and conditioning coach for the Costa Rican national baseball team and living in Costa Rica and Panama for two years. It really took me around the world to see what impact fitness can have on people socioeconomically, what impact fitness can have on people religiously, any other number of ways. And you can only get that by kind of getting out and, and seeing it and getting in front of people's faces. So that's where it, that's where it took me, you know, and um, here I am now, what I'm doing now, I'm a sports marketing manager of a footwear company. I deal with fitness every day because I deal with professional athletes. I deal with their recovery and their rehab pretty much. So it's come full circle in the sense that it's brought me back around to some of those same things I was trying to explore about how fitness affects people. So some people who are multi-million dollar athletes, how does fitness affect them, right? What do they get up in the morning and do and how do they do it and what drives them? And then what is your average consumer? How do they get up? What drives them? It got me exploring some things that's taken me down a road where uh, I have my own, uh, let's just say, views that I've been uh, putting together okay. with, certain, with, with certain people. Some 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 views that I think need to be, need to come to light and need to be talked about when we're talking about this fitness sphere that we're all in. Is you know, fitness in terms of fitness and wellness, food, technology, balance of life. That all those things I'm working on right now. So. 
I respect that, man. It sounds like some of those things are never, never, never going to change, man. You, you're just stuck in your ways, brother. I appreciate that. And I like every second of that. And again, Kyle, that's another one for you, brother. I hope you keep in contact over there. I showed up to play. If you're playing along with the OTS drinking game that's happening right now, you should be hearing all the bars that are coming inside here. Bars. If you were playing the drinking game, you were, you were already wasted. lit. You were already done. You threw. Hard kombucha for everybody. That's right. It brought it back. That's called the hard boots. <laughs> Dennis, I want to hear from you, my brother. What has this world of fitness done for you and all the different ilks that you've gone through inside of your entrepreneurial efforts, my friend? The biggest thing it has done for me, it has allowed me not to go to work in the last decade. Basically built my lifestyle. Around 2012, I started booking fitness. Similar to Brian, you affect a lot of people's lives. I was able to travel the world. But most importantly, I was able to you know, be myself and guide people um, the way I saw fit for my mentors and for people that I know without having that overhead. Of, you got to do it this way, you got to do it that way. And it's been a beautiful ride. Started off with fitness, just training people, getting people right to expand into my clothing line, to expand into supplement line, to expand into to working with different clients in different uh, regions of the world. So it's been it's been a fun ride. But again, the most important thing is just for me that creation of not having a job, not allowing myself to, based on my lifestyle and keeping myself young and trying to stay fit. It just it just brought me so much more. As far as money and clients and just just life, just a lifestyle in general. This man is keeping product out here for the fitness folks, fellas. How y'all feeling about that? I still got a water bottle somewhere in the crib. <laughs> the, the Brooklyn <laughs> Fitness water bottle. I'm gonna keep that, man. Salute <laughs> this man. Man, you just being modest, but I appreciate that. But I, what I really want to talk about, I guess, is when you came into the game early. You started the party early, or you were at the party early. Sitting back and observing how the landscape has changed, what are your current feelings on not only the fitness industry, but also the podcasting industry? I love where the podcast energy is in, in general. Unfortunately, and it's, again, I love what y'all brothers are doing. Unfortunately, I see, I'm see i seeing a lot of people that are not, you know, they basically should not have a podcast. I'm not mad at them for having one. Is <laughs> you know, there's a lot of misinformation, a lot of misguided talk. A lot of people, you know, because they have a camera, they feel like they can't do it. But in general, as far as the podcast space, I, I love it. I love it. I love the fact that it's, it's, it's providing information for people that wouldn't have the information in the, in the, in the language that they can understand. I, I love that. Uh, and again, I'm going to get back into the podcast world, podcast world at some point in time. Hopefully this is the start right here. Hey, man, but, I don't um, know if I, you know. <laughs> Just tagged you in, brother. There we go. There we go. But I love where this came from where we started as far as the fitness, you know, not bringing the mood down to anything, but from a positive perspective with, with what's going on with this pandemic, it's made a lot of people that just were not totally interested in fitness or wellness at all pay attention to it, which I think is great. You know, unfortunately it's, you know, the pandemic caused it, but hopefully it'll, it'll stick with them. As far as the industry in general, I mean, it's made a massive change. I, I can't speak on that side for so much because I bowed out of that game years ago. From what I'm seeing from, from, from the outside looking in, it's a dramatic change. And uh, people are going to have to step this stuff up. ASAP. Brian, for you, how are you holding it down? How are you keeping yourself in the, in the fitness mode while you locked up in the bunker down there? <laughs> you know, when you're locked down in a bunker, there's nothing to do but sit with your own thoughts. So I've been writing, man. I've been writing. I've been researching and trying to figure out what fitness, what wellness is going to transform into. I mean, a lot of money has been moved around because of this pandemic. 
you know, in good ways and bad ways. So I've been writing, you know, there's, there's certain things that, you know, I, I'd like to put out in the next, you know, year or so, you know, with some help and, and get some of these messages out there around how fitness and wellness is affected by, you know, policies and procedures that are set down by our own government. I'd like to get into fitness and wellness and how it's affected by people's own daily routines, which is which are now in upheaval because they are now forced to be, you know, teachers, stay at home parents and full time employees. So that's a lot of research and a lot of writing going on. So that that's that's what I'm doing to kind of stay in the mode. A lot of people are in a little bit of a disarray or turmoil, it would seem like. But to your point, guys, the thing that they are most concerned with is the thing that we have been in for the longest time. So if everybody in at least this room and virtually in that room can't see that we are in vogue in a real way, and hopefully we all take that in vogue moment and get as much out of it as possible... I, that's the message that I want to give her out. And I, I want to make sure that everybody who has been here since that 2013 starting podcast before there was podcast, who have been writing the articles, who have been getting the orthotic prescription based footwear on people. I would drop their name, but I don't know if they're cutting you a check for being on here and they should be cutting you a check for being on here. And that's not a part of my company policy, brother. You know how I got to give it up. I'm not going to get the mention. But I actually started to see people writing prescriptions for those shoes the other day. I yep. literally saw somebody get that the, just the other day. <laughs> so I know how it's moving, right? And when I'd even tell you that I told another business partner they should buy into that. And I had to fight the man to get those into the store. I know that I've been right for a long goddamn time. <laughs> so I'm happy to see everybody else is coming to the party that we've been at. The good thing is that you're not bitter about it at all. Never bitter. That's, that's what's important. The important yeah. thing is that while he has been right and found out to be proven right later, he ain't said shit about it. He just been humbly quiet. No. Hasn't mentioned it. No one heard it. Never no. brought it up. Now, Never you know once. what? You know what I have done? I usually take away from my brother Dennis's book and he wouldn't say that. But you know what I told his brother the other day? If you don't tell your own legend, ain't nobody going to tell my legend. So if I could see it out there, and I know I'm not fucking crazy, so, hey, where'd you get that from? So what you're saying is he too <laughs> humble because his humble is fucking I'm up your celebrate book. him. Hey, check this out. <laughs> Say this man's name because I know where you got that. I was there. I was here when they was laying the bricks for this building. That ain't the same building no more. I know what that radio station turned into. I know who this man was putting them <laughs> damn shoes on. <laughs> I've seen the work. I know where I know where we all met, and I know what I did in that response, and I know who's getting celebrated and who's not. So no, this is this is not this is the takeover, fellas. Breaks over for everybody else. <laughs> Want to know what helps me attack the day? To your point, no matter how much has been got already, there's so much more to get. So whatever anybody's taking off the table, what everybody's what whatever any ideas or anything anybody's ever had. They pilfer from other people. It's like, man, there's more. There's so much more. There's more ideas. There's more stuff to take. There's more stuff. And it, there's twice as much to give back. Man, I'm just trying to do it for the culture. I'm trying to overcharge them for what they did to the Cold Crush, Kyle. <laughs> we have two tracks left on this album. We have two tracks left. It's really what I'm trying to do. My man is getting a cease and desist. It's a mixtape hole. <laughs> I'm just trying to give him some. I'm, trying, I'm focused, Dennis. I'm focused, man. My man got this album on shuffle right now. <laughs> I'm feeling focused, man. 
you know, I'm just trying to let people know where I was at. I'm glad the Brooklyn bias is always strong, fellas. I try to really relay that message as we come back through there, you know? And yeah, I got to go a little extra spicy when I'm celebrating my brothers because, again, I want to see them celebrated. I'm glad other people are starting to see that and celebrate everybody that we've been celebrating this whole time. But don't act like it's brand new. And I'm not going to sit here and act like we didn't do the work on that other side. So, nah. I, yeah, it's going. if you got to hear it the second, third, fourth time, hey, where'd you get that from? Because that's dope. I remember when we did it last year. And I remember when we did it the year before. And I remember when we did it in 2013. So, yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel. <laughs> I I tell you what, I, I, I salute y'all going this route because around that same time, I was doing it the exact opposite way. <laughs> <laughs> I was working for one of the super majors doing radio, and I was by myself. Everything was a no I couldn't get nothing off. I got one bit off. They told they cut it off of my show. And then one of the majors on the larger platform used the exact same bit. Wow. And I was like, cool, cool. That's what I'm doing. Okay. I'll see y'all later. That was, that was the beginning of my end. But, but I'm, I'm so much happier in an environment where I get to talk to my brothers and no one can tell us no. Part of the reason why that felt organic to begin with, right? It's in vogue now again, because everybody's talking. There's a lot of, fitness podcasts out there. There's a lot of people talking about all the rest of that stuff. But one of the base essences that carry over, because I, I want to see where this bridge is, this off the strength of fitness on Smash Bridge. When you put brothers who are dedicated to the same direction in the same room and all are talking about moving up, ain't nothing but good going to come out of that room. It sounded like it was a crazy idea because that same devaluation that people were doing, oh, there's just a bunch of Muscle heads just inside the room talking about a bunch of nothing. Fam, the last thing we talk about is the gym most of the time, right? And that's kind of true on the other side. We salt and pepper this stuff in there because we want people from our culture who don't understand the vernacular to get some of this information and put it back into your life the way in which you would normally receive it. So, yeah, if I got to give you a little bit of fly talk inside there, you're going to get it. Sorry. I'm going to reference the people that are from my culture. You know where we grew up. It's not like I'm that far from where Marcy was. It's that I'm, I'm looking at my pillars. I'm looking at the people that I want to celebrate. And yeah, we're going to reference them. We're going to keep referencing them coming back inside there because that's a king. We come from the county of kings. We are supposed to be moving this whole thing forward. And if I can see that lineage on one side and see one man's success, and I can see four men inside here, and I want to champion everybody's success inside there, what's better than one millionaire, fellas, too? Especially when they in the same hue as you. Hey man, if anybody should be getting handsome checks, that's not the same album. You should be us. You ain't finished the album. You gotta because you had the album and then you had the this album. Listen, man, we skipped a couple albums. (laughs) I love hope, man. Did you just you just fall off like the whole every fourth quarter? We like the Mike Jordan, man. That's when we gotta come back inside. We gonna fix it. We pull it back in post. We need a dead president's <laughs> reference real quick to bring us back That's to the That's not beginning. on the blueprint. That is definitely a reasonable <laughs> doubt. I know that much. But we all out for these presidents to represent us in different types of ways. And that's exactly why, Corey, we have to talk about where the state of our union is currently, fellas. Now, both of these gentlemen on here I know are up to some fantastic things. And we are as well. And that's what part of that takeover and that reuniting kind of thing is really going to be about, right? Because I'm at the point in this transition, guys, where I'm not interested in participating or being offered a seat at the table. I'm interested in building my own goddamn table. That's realistically where I want to come across, and that's the kind of energy that I want to put inside of every situation that I come into. Because if I got to ask for permission, chances are that I'm not going to get the thing that I wanted to get anyway. So why not do it and do it in a way that we were already planning on doing it to make that execution a little bit tighter? 
You know what I mean? And and again, I know, Dennis, you echoed these sentiments the last time we talked, and, and you're having visions of where you're trying to go. A lot of people have that defeatist mindset in times like this, or they have the mindset of scarcity even better. When people have that scarcity mindset, they might see that the situation outside is changing, and they don't know how to find a way to thrive in this new environment. What makes you go back into that? Now, I'm a believe in self. I'm going to take this and I'm going to double down and I'm going to reinvest in self. Oh, that's where they're moving? Okay. Here's the zig. This is where I'm going to zag. What? Where's that essence come from? Where's that energy come from in your story, man? Can you share that with a little bit of people who might be in this very same scenario right now? Honestly, it comes from uh, a lot of the, the quotes that you're referencing now. You see? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like, we, 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 had to, we had to double everything. We had to double everything. It, if you got a hero sandwich, you got to double that. You got to split that with two to four people. You got to double that. You know what I mean? Like you got to, you got to take what you got. You got one pair of sneakers. You got to double that with your friends. So you're going to find somebody else with a 10 and a half. But now y'all got two pairs of sneakers. So that mentality has always been with me. Um, and, and some of the times you said, like, I, I, I dislike the word no. I, I do not like that word at all. And uh, when I had to go to, at the time when I had a boss and they told me no, it was like, well, this doesn't feel right at all. This will never happen again. Um, and, and then that was, that was the beginning. Um, but that was very, that was very young. So from that, from that mentality, even just growing up the way you grew up in Brooklyn and, and, and just having to fight and double up on everything, it just continues that whole mentality. Um, so for me, when, when things, when everybody, like you said, uh, uh, so when everybody's zigging, I'm zagging, when everybody's crying, I'm, I'm, that's, that's my time to shine. When, when everybody, when the lights is off, that's, that's when I get busy. So for me, that's, this is energized me. I mean, everybody was scared and, and running and out their comfort zone. Just felt like home. Mm. Felt like home. Brother, give him a little bit of that positive vision that you also set for yourself, too. Because this man is very much about setting up a goal, seeing that goal way before it can happen, and then executing on that. Where do you pull that inspiration from? Because typically, when we were around, you know, people who are not receptive to it, it's hard for them to understand, like, where that comes from. Some of the readings, in particular, that really kind of changed my mindset was Think Rich, Grow Rich, Four Agreements, and Falconists. And from a visual standpoint, when I took that information in, each one of them basically was like, I can create what it is that I see in my mind. So at that point in time, I realized that my mind is my most valuable asset. It didn't matter what my environment was. It didn't matter who was around me. It didn't matter what was going on. As long as my mind was sharp and as long as my mind was clean, I can see the destination where I'm trying to go. So those outside of the environment changed a lot of things for me. You know, also my friends, you know, you, you know, one of my homies growing up, uh, Tone, uh, Lewis, that I had a lot of, I had a lot of visionaries around me. You know what I'm saying? I had a lot of people that, you know, we, we, it was almost like we used to fight as far as who could come up with the most ideas. I mean, like we just, it was always kind of, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to go this way, I'm going to go that way. And then also, you know, the, the people that I grew up from coaches, people in the neighborhood, that show me that show me the way that that show me hey you can get this big house you can get this car you can travel the world you can go to the school you can do these various things um so seeing that seeing that stuff very young and just understanding that my brain asset and my biggest weapon is my brain and, and my vision and, and seeing it and not staying in this place you know what I'm wherever you're at you don't have to be there you can always look for, uh, forward and looking forward and staying on that 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 that, that forward path your environment really doesn't matter. Mm. Um, so once I looked at that, it just, it was really over for me. Hey man, that's so, 
so elegant, so simple, and so poignant at the same time, man. It comes across like all I need, brother. You understand where I'm at? Don't think it was over, Kyle. I was coming right back to you. You back on this album, huh? You back I guess on... I got my swagger back. Rockwell, night edge. We're going to have to put up the rules to the drinking game because we got some people lit right now. We're going to come back inside there, man. And as we come back inside there, Dennis, I appreciate every sentiment that you brought up because that goes right back to where Brother Perkins was alluding to a little bit earlier. See, we're invested in the game of uplifting the mindset. And sometimes our electorate, our people out there, the people who are a little bit disembodied from that purpose, that passion and direction, that true alchemist, Dennis, people that are masters in changing you from one elementary state to another elementary state, please pay attention, people. I'm coming right back in here. We chefing it up Gilbert Arena style. Please understand where we at. I'm changing you from one state to another state that is the practice of alchemy inside here now if we're engaging in that what would it do if you were catalyst like and spark the minds of people what kind of change could you elicit inside of a whole massive of people brian brian i want to understand when you're talking about planting seeds to change direction that sounds like a philosophy dare i say brian where are you wanting to go inside of your world as you're painting the picture verbally you know, lyrical exercise is what you do, and that's what you specialize in. So you see where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> He's bringing it. It's coming around. It's coming, coming right back. One, one <laughs> two, two. You got to um, a little lyrical exercise inside here. It's going to be. I still got three more. I'm going to get them all. <laughs> Reaching. But it's happening. This lyrical exercise is happening. <laughs> Um, you know what? I, I'm just gonna. I have I'm just gonna say this. This might not. This might not jive with everybody, but you know, for the sake of the conversation, um, I not challenge everybody, but I encourage everybody to go read read anything by James Baldwin. Mm. Um, specifically, the book I like is The Fire Next Time. Mm-hmm. So The Fire Next Time. If you're not familiar with that book. It's literally a letter from James Baldwin to his nephew, who's named after him. Uh, teen nephew, right? And the fire next time harkens back to his days when he was a pastor in Harlem. And of course, it says when God comes back to destroy the earth, he's going to do it with fire next time. So that's where he gets the title from, the fire next time. But he says in his book, so talk about saying things to create a narrative to produce change. He says, know whence you came. If you know whence you came, there is really no limits to where you can go. The details and symbols of your life have been deliberately constructed to make you believe what people say about you. Please try to remember that what they believe as well as what they do and cause you to endure does not testify to your inferiority but to their inhumanity. Mm. So my days are literally driven by my own thoughts, intentions, needs, wants, wishes, and desires in, in balance with how society works, but it's not dictated by society. So that if I could push a message out there, that's literally what a lot of fitness and wellness is. What drives you should be dictated by you because other people might look at what you're doing and be like, you know what? You're working on this too much. You're doing that too much. You're not doing this enough. And it's like, no, that's 
those people's thoughts and views of you shouldn't be, you know, they, they don't, they're not a testament to what you're not. It's a testament to what they're not. And I think that's how we can drive this message of fitness and health and wellness forward. Personalize it, internalize it. Man. I love that. This brother took us to James. See, that's real Baldwin. bars right there, Tom. He definitely took us there, man. You know what? I was just saying, as long as my mama loved me. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I was feeling about the situation. I was I wondering how you were going to get that track yeah, off. It was gonna I, get I'm it. not going to lie. I was wondering how you was going to get that but one off. But it happened. You recognize the fact that it happened. Just acknowledge that it Mickey happened. Mickey fed you? <laughs> Mickey fed me. Kitchen table. Where I chefed it. Now, brother, I appreciate everything you're saying. And it's entirely right because, again... We look at a culture that, by definition, has to have some level of comparison inside of it, right? Because we are all dictated by, hey, this is what success looks like, so I want to get to that level of success. So if that's success, well, why does it look different? Well, maybe this is better, this is worse. And that's the ills of all of humanity. That's the the con Mm -hmm. of humanity actually stems from that compare and contrast. Not to get too deep Mm -hmm. into it, but if we really going to pull it back, as soon as you had to make one comparison, that's when everything started to fall apart. Just from that inception, right? And it's mm-hmm. people who invest in those for their own benefit, create cultures, create systems, create things that propagate that. So the only way to truthfully deconstruct that logic is to create your own logic and go in that same direction. And that's the very thing that this brother Brian is invested in. And I, you know why I know this so heavily, fellas? Tell him. If I'm coming back into this direction, you know, I had a couple of free moments during this whole quarantine time. Just a few. And and if we were putting down and pontificating with these people out <laughs> here, there's, there's big words coming up. You know, I'm, I, I told you. I'm <laughs> give it to him one more time. I'm going to pontificate with this brother. If I had to give him some of this fancy scholar-like language... I had yeah. to talk to this brother about it, you know? And I said, hey, man, this shit sounds fly. We might as well write some of this shit down. Give some of the people some of the sauce. Because if I'm mad, you're mad. Everybody seems like they're mad about the same thing. Well, to watch a problem is one thing. But to make an observation, we then now have an obligation to change this problem if we have the ability to do so. And I would state, fellas, that the men in this room have the ability to do that alchemy that Brother Dennis was talking about a little bit earlier and change our environments, and that's what we're invested in today. There you go. There we go. I, like, I, I like to say uh, problems without solution lead to depression. There we I do go. not want to Can't have you it. got a problem, a solution. My man. My man. So we, there, there's going to be a lot to come down this line, and I just wanted to take a moment in time and reflect back to show people where we came from, to show them what the intention and energy is, because the energy seems like it's aligned. And now, fellas, before we dip about, I got to talk about where we're going to go. Because I like to have these big, crazy future self-visions, you know, because if if we can say it, it might actually happen, right? So the aspiration, inspiration, execution, continuum. Fellas, y'all, y'all are, are y'all feeling what I'm feeling right now when it's talking about really? trying to change these states? I got goosebumps. That's what I'm trying to I can't see you. it coming down my eyes. But you got to let the soul cry. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I was going. The listeners are officially gone. That was it. <laughs> Anybody playing the OTS drinking game is through Good right Good dudes. You know they love us like cooked food. That's what I'm trying to tell them. There you go, brother. There it is. <laughs> it was only one more song. <laughs> We had to give him the full blueprint. It happened. It just happened. <laughs> but seriously, how y'all feeling about the future? Because <laughs> again, 
gotta be putting the medicine inside the candy, fellas. Man. You know, you gotta give them a little candy. If we're gonna do this blueprint shit, might as well give them the full blueprint. Every blueprint has a plan to put on the wall at the end of the day and say, that's what we're gonna build. What are y'all interested in building? Cause I could definitely give you some tips as to where I'm seeing this thing coming down. I mean, I got, uh, again, everybody around us have to be with the same energy. We got some crazy stuff that you want to go and get. And I got to hold everybody around me accountable because I'm going to be crazy enough to take that jump. So if we all crazy enough, I think we're going to make this thing move. Brother Corey, what you got on your mind, man? We all have a fight, but it's a different type of fight. Every generation, we get a different step forward. And this step in this space that we're in right now, I'm, I'm grateful for it because I grew up in a very white space. Like I grew up in a white space. I worked my way through a white space. I've been in a white space. I've been in corporations my whole time. It took until it's, I had to actively decide to just let go of all the, the white outlines and walk my way into something that felt like it was mine. And now we're here. Mm. So I appreciate the shit out of that. I had to hustle my back, back to, to the wall. wall. <laughs> you, you got Ashy Knuckles right ashy now. Knuckles. Right Pop now, yeah. Filled knuckles, with ashy. lots of lint. Not a cent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had to get those bars out. You ain't the only one. Uh, for me, man, I'm just happy to be in a position to step my feet into the footprints that was laid down before me. And with that being fitness on Smash, with that still growing to off the strength, just being able to sit back and observe the wellness industry. And then create my own path and create my own narrative and continue to do so. So as we all know, like a lot of times people get into this wellness industry and they kind of stay pigeonholed into one thing. I'm a trainer. I'm a stay a trainer. It's like, no, nah, man, you got to be a businessman. You got to understand different levels and different parallels of the game. You can't change a game if you aren't in it. Change the game for them? Change the game like they supposed, Tony. <laughs> Come on, boss. Change the game on the... But well, I'm never going to change. Man, moving forward, I think that... What I'm looking forward to is the change and that and that turning of the page, turning of the ship, if you will, of people waking up and realizing this wellness that that Brian was talking about is within you. And if you don't change that within you, I mean, you already behind the curve. But I, I see that that turn is coming. I see that people are investing into their health and wellness. I just hope that the real people behind it. These people at this table that we're sitting at right now and and the people that come before us really get to reap the benefits of the work that we put in continuously day in and day out. And that's that's what I'm looking forward to. Man, I've been saying we already see. I hope everybody's paying attention to how the industry is already moving to what we've been doing. And it's been happening on the micro side. It's been happening on the macro side. And I might get a little loud. You're right, Corey, about noticing stuff that has been happening. But I know when it happened. Right. And off the strength is the army better yet the navy <laughs> we gonna have to come in here we're not gonna kidnap no babies i haven't figured out yet why the navy is harder than the it's army better, i never really got that because we got an armada to turn brother you know what i'm trying to talk about we, <laughs> we got we, we gotta go off the air for that uh, <laughs> not on the mic some, some stuff we got we still gotta take care of with the old rules Dennis we gotta make sure that old rules apply to certain situations <laughs> but I understand exactly where he was going now brothers for sure I wanna ask both of y'all before you know we start to transition to what you're doing and what we're gonna get you to plug coming up what are your thoughts on what's coming up and how do y'all feel about you know again reuniting seeing seeing who's moving around the areas that we're already invested in and what we already have opportunity to get in towards. What's some of y'all feelings? Brian, why don't you hit me off with what you're thinking, where you're taking this 
level of energy that you have right now tonight? Well, first of all, it's been a whole show since I've been on here and since, since I've been talking and I haven't had a chance to thank you back for inviting me in with Dennis and everybody to 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 get you know fitness on smash and everything off the ground and get it going it it got my feet wet for how to write scripts for podcasts what what does it mean what does it mean to help put a show together and 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 work with 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 different minds to bring a collective vision together so thank you thank you man thank you guys for allowing me on to be able to speak as jumbled as my words probably were most of the time Hopefully you can fix that in the editing. Don't so, worry, man. You're going to get down to two man, sentences before you we You quoted finish. James Bowen, brother. There ain't nothing jumbled on this side. <laughs> That's you know the only thing we're going to leave you in. <laughs> yeah. But no, where, uh, you know, where I'm going in, in this space and, and, and where I think I can make the most change and where I think I can continue to collaborate with my brothers across the table is I'm working with some people to put a manifesto together. Hey, now. Uh, it's going to say it. Hey, now. Gonna, you know, we're going to get we're going to get this out. It's there's going to be art driven. It's going to be message driven. It's going to be substance driven. It's going to be less about outright opinion and more about outright facts that hopefully will change some people's opinions on some things. So if you guys invite me back on this show, I'd love to get into it a little bit more. But for right now, that's all I'm going to say about it. But Manifesto is coming. Being down in this bunker is going to do something before the day's out. Man, he already plugging next time. He's that's that's that media trainer yeah. right there. That boy good. Damn, that boy good. You know what he's doing. He came out with the taco meat. He was ready. He let you know. He was like, listen, I'm I'm here for a good time, not a long time. That's exactly it. I know that's a different brother, but I'm about still to say that's not, that's not a J bar right there. <laughs> Does that count on the game? It don't count, but okay. you know, it was just there. It was just in there. Dennis, man, what's what's your thoughts? What's your feeling, brother? Tell tell me where you, we ready to take the culture. I think the coach is in a good place because I think we got some good leaders. I'm not, I've never been worried about the masses. Uh, we just need two or three. Actually, we just need one. And I'm looking at, I'm looking at four other brothers right here. I know we got enough. Uh, we got more. So, um, like I said before, I'm not really focused on if we have a problem or focus on solution. And I think we're doing that right now. I think, um, I think all the, all the fake goes to the side over time. I mean, this is a testament of it right now. You know what I'm saying? Like seven years ago, going on eight years ago. We had an idea and we put that idea together and we were more than right. We were more than right. So this just reinforces all the things that I thought about, all the things that you're thinking about, all the things that we're going to think about together. We are right. We know this. We just got to show it to the world. That's it. Like nothing has changed. We're just getting better at what we do. So like a fine wine, the value was never set by the outside. The value was established on the inside, my man. I, I'm picking up what this brother is putting down. Now, the only thing we got left to do is make sure. I, yeah, I think I hit every one of those blueprint lyrics. On you side. hit you hit blueprint, <laughs> two other albums, and three other artists. Fam, you did it. It's been done. <laughs> I think I think we already did it. You know, that's all right. We're going to go to the black album next. We're going to fade to black on this one. But before we fade out... Fellas, I need you to let the good people know this is the first time that we're talking, but this ain't going to be the last time that we're talking. They need to understand where to find you, how to connect, and if there's anything that they need to be checking out on your side, this is the time that I need you to let them know. Dennis, why don't you go ahead and leave me off on that side, brother? Everything Brooklyn Fitness, B-K-L-Y-N Fitness, across all platforms. Dennis, tell the people who's listening to the show what that was that you just had in your hand. That's the vegan protein that just came in. There we Um, go. as you know, Tone, like I'm always, we always thinking ahead. Hell we yeah. always thinking ahead. 
and, and we need I, we need we need to make this a household brand for everybody in the tri-state area. Listen. We need to make that uh, we need to make that happen so now we can now employ another seventy-five to hundred brothers and sisters to produce it, to deliver it. We need it so that we can start using this to send out to our athletes throughout the country, throughout the world. So yes, that's that's the movement right now. Make make this a household product. Man, what I look like drinking another pea protein when my man got his own protein out here. Now, <laughs> if there's any listeners out there that doubt if it works, I ain't seen a brother Dennis in about about seven years, and uh, he looked younger now than I seen him before. You know? <laughs> so I know it works. You know what I mean? That, brother. Here we go. Let, again, give him, plug him one more time. What's the what's the handles across? So Brooklyn Fitness, B K L Y N Fitness spelled out across every platform. Google, Facebook, uh, Yelp, IG, LinkedIn, you name it. The website, again, BrooklynFitness.com, B-K-L-Y-N, Fitness.com. Moving um, the consumables, man. I love it. I love it, brother. Hell yeah. BP, what's going on on your side, man? How could the good people find you? How are we going to keep in contact with you until that next time, brother? Let them know where to catch you. They can't. They can't? <laughs> 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 these are these, these are all incubated Brian, ideas and not ready yet. Brian, no one no one's ready for this yet. Brian, it's gonna be real I'll tell hard. You, I'll tell you, if, you, if I if I get the invitation to come back, uh, I can dive. I'll dive into it then. And no doubt, but right well, now these are all incubated ideas. My, well, shout out to the embryo of your ideas. Yeah, I, I like you know, I like where he's going. You know, the whole point <laughs> of the promotion side <laughs> was to let him know where to find you. But I like your commitment to that situation. I am. You gotta stay committed. <laughs> I like what you I like what you did there, man. You stay stay true, Brian. Stay true. Coming from uh mind your business is <laughs> like on location in none of your goddamn business. Yeah. I'm in my space, minding my business. That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> it's like, all right, that's how you're giving it up. So you can't find Brian out there, nah, ladies and gentlemen, but eventually Wait, wait, wait. You can only find Brian on the Off the Strength platform. That's the look at that. That's the only place you're gonna be able to find him. <laughs> the only place you're gonna be you're this the only place you're gonna be able to hear about it first is Off the Strength. There we go. I like it. I like it. He's giving exclusive deals and rights. This man, I told you, this man understands what he's doing. He just negotiated. I feel like we was on the wrong end of that negotiation, but somehow <laughs> it still worked out. <laughs> it's all positive. <laughs> But it's all good, man. I ain't even mad. I'm just happy to be around these brothers. And again, happy to celebrate with y'all. Happy to thank y'all seeing this Off the Strain Fitness on Smash Blueprint Volume 1. And you know how many blueprints this man made. So I ain't even got to tell you where that's going to go next. Dennis, Brian, I appreciate y'all for coming through and sharing this little trip down memory lane and giving us a little bit of perspective of what's going to come through in the future. Because I can't wait to get to it. Fellas, how y'all feeling on that? I'm feeling like we didn't plug in Hola Ovito. Yeah, you know. So there we go right there. You know how I was going to end the show. I, I was pretty <laughs> sure he was going to end it on. Hola Tonito is right. right in no. No. <laughs> it was right. Here. I'm so glad that didn't happen. <laughs> Next I time do you not want to be a part of Hola Tonito. <laughs> nah, man. It was right here. Nah, because if you do that, I'm pulling out Tony Tony Tone track. Come on, man. Feels good. It's going to be all here. Moments that we share is what we're really trying to get to, man. That's what. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why y'all guys Tony play. Braxton. Exactly, unbreak my heart. It's really what I'm trying to tell you. I oh, told God. you I played this game all day. Tony Soprano in the shower. Tony Soprano, he died. That's the, he wasn't singing. <laughs> he probably got killed. I don't know if that's spoiler alert or not. But goddamn it, we're gonna get out of this episode once again. It's been another 
fantastic episode of Off the Strength X Fitness on Smash, homie. Thank you again, brothers. I appreciate y'all. This meant a lot to me to see y'all back on here. I can't wait to see you again. I'm a trainer called Tony. KR Jones. Your trainer, Corey. Peace and much love to everybody out there. Until next time, we'll see you soon. Tony the Tiger. They're great. (laughs) (laughs) Ready.